Okay, good morning, everybody. Good morning. We're at Tzadik Ahmed Base. We are seven, eight lines from the bottom. Maskevla Rab Yosef, the Gemara is trying to understand what was the Nafkimin and the Machlokis Rabbi Kiva and the Tanakhama. Rabbi Kiva said, Whereas the first one seemed to say that no, there's a Benin Dichren. And we, we had several ways that we tried to learn the Machlokis. Either the Shaila and the Machlokis is a Shaila when Echos Bechaya Vechos Bemeis. When one of the children are coming, else Benin Dichren, else the Ksuba they're entitled to because their mother brought it in. And that's a Din in Yerusha because their mother died before the father. Vachas Bechayav. And the other one is coming when the, when the father died before the mother. And therefore they're taking it else a Din of of um of a ksub of a balchoiv in that case, not also din Yerusha. So do you still say there's an element of Nindichan or not? That was one possibility. The other possibility was to say, is it a question about Moser? Since we know there has to be left over at least one dinner after Nindichan, there has to be left over at least one dinner left in the in the nachla that gets split according to the split midaraisa because the rabbanim don't want to be oiker the nachla midaraisa can the payoff to a balchayv or to be a ksuba, can that be considered also as if a nachla midaraisa why because since they're both paying it off maybe that is an expression of a nachla midaraisa and therefore i would still have a ebenendichen or not and the Mela the Gemara wanted to say that that is the difference. And Rabbi Kivis says, also that it's a third party that's considered Moser dinner. But the Ksuba of one of the brothers, the Ksuba of the Shnio, where they're collecting on Sabal that is not considered a Benindichen. That, sorry, that is not considered an expression of Nachla Midiraisa. And therefore, that won't be enough to be a Moser dinner. Ask Rabbi Yosef, Frek Rabbi Yosef like this, eight, ten lines from the bottom. According to this uh, Tam that we said, Rabbi Kiva, the Rabbi Kiva, the reason he says there's no Benin Dichren is because we don't consider the Moser dinner of a Ksube to be enough to be a Mekayim and Nachla de Raisa. The expression of, of Rabbi Kiva was Kvar Kofza Nachla. And if that was what the issue was, then Rabbi Kiva should have said, Im yesh dinner He should have said, you know what? The Rishon doesn't take unless Im yesh dinner. If there's an extra dinner left over, then they take it. But since they don't say that, they just say Rabbi Kiva just says, Kvar Kofzo Nachlo, is Mashmi Rabbi Kiva's holding, even if there was left over one dinner, it wouldn't be good enough. So it's that can be the thing. Elam Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef goes back to the original thing we said. And the issue was, that it's take in the machloikis of echos b'chaya. One brother is collecting alts balchay. One brother is collecting alts benim dichren. And since the other brother is not collecting alts benim dichren, we're worried maybe it'll cost a machloikis. And that is the machloikis. Between the brothers, and that is the machloikis of bananas and Rabbi Kiva. Bananas holds that uh, that 
you know what, we're not concerned about it. And the Rabbanim still made a benindichen. And Rabbi Kiva holds no there's no ksubas benindichen because the second brothers are coming bechayav and bechayav it's a din balchayv and they don't have a benindichen. Maybe you don't, therefore you don't have. Zogimar tanoi. And the machloikis of Benanis and Rabbi Kiva is Kihana Tanoi, is the same machloikis like the other Tanoi. The Sanya we learned. Nosa Sereshaina Mesa. If he married the first and, and she died. Nosa Sashnia. And then he married the second wife, Umesu. And then he died. So again, we have the classical case of what? Achas Bechaya, Achas Bemesa. Bon Bener Shalzu, then the children of the second one come, Laacher Misa after their mother dies, and they collect the ksuba of their mothers as what? As a balchoy, because since their mother died after the father died, so the mother had the right to collect the ksuba, and the mother died, then they're collecting the ksuba as a balchoy. They take it, and the Roshanim don't get benindichan. If there's anything left over, they split it shava b'shava. Shimonim, Reb Shimon says the bnei Roshanim are also have the right to take the ksubas imam as ksubas dichren. Im yesh moiser dinner if there's left over enough after they take the benindichan to be left over at dinner. Elanoitlan ksubas imam the elanoitlan ksubas imam dim lab if there's not enough left over. A dinner, cholkim b'shavet, then they are cholik b'shavet. So gemar my lab, Don't you think that machloikis over there that we have in that later mission that we're going to learn of Rab Shimon and the Tanakhama? Don't you think that's the exact same machloikis? The Marsover Rab Shimon holds achas b'chaya achas b'moisa. Even though one brother is collecting at zabal chayim and not as a benindichan, and the other brother is only a benindichan, yeshlem ksub is benindichan. They have the possibility, and we're not choshish linutza. We're not choshish. They're going to fight. Marsover the Tanakamols echos bechayas bechos b'moisa elam ksubas benindichan. The same as Rabbi Kiva. So mele the machloikis of Rabbi Shimon and the Tanakam over there is the same as over here. It's interesting. The Shittim Kibetzes brings. Who is that really? That's Rav Shimon, the second Baal member in the Mishnah. What should have the Gemara first said? It should, should have first explained who was the Tanakama. The Tanakama of the second Mishnah holds, we don't have a Benin Dichren when Achaz B'chayev, and Rav Shimon was the second one. It's interesting that why the Gemara chose to express and explain the second Mandomer, Reb Shimon, before it chose to explain the Tanakama, who holds there's no Benindich. So, anyway, not like you thought it's the same Machlokes. Rather, in the Mishnah later, maybe the Kula Almud, both the Tanakama and Reb Shimon hold, I don't worry that the brothers are going to get into a fight because the brothers of the second wife don't have the right to collect Benindich. Why does the Tanakama over there say that the only the second brother collects and not the first brother? But over here, it's a different machlokis. Bedinner mekarkoi pliga. Benindichren, you can only collect. Ksubas benindichren. Again, it's you remember ksubas benindichren. Ksubas benindichren is that the kids have a right to collect the without sharing with their brothers the properties that their mother brought into the marriage. And we said, but there has to be left over at dinner. 
Now, the soup has been indifferent. The children can only collect that mekarka, not from metalkalin. From movables, they can't collect, only from immovables. The shaila is now, when we say there has to be over, over, there has to be left over a moister dinner. One dinner has to be left over after the benindichran take theirs to be able to make the usual nachlamidraise. Does that dinner have to be a dinner shalkarka? Or could that dinner be also a dinner semotalkan? Zub de Gemara, that's what the Mishnah's machlokis of Rab Shimon is later on. We're talking about it, about the echel b'moise b'echel b'chaya, everybody's moida, there is a benindichrim. But we're talking about in a case where what will be left over is only a dinner shall metalkan and not a dinner shall chaya. So v'hoche b'dinner mekarkara, uh, that the dinner that's left over is a dinner of metalkalim and not mekarka. Zuk, the Shittah Mekabat says, the Loshna Gemara is funny. The Loshna Gemara should have been bedinner metalkalim kamifliga. But the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara says bedinner mekarka. Look at Rashi. Ibin in a moiser sheesh from shake subas bedinner mekarkas. Vahoche bedleke moiser dinner. What's left over is only a moiser dinner of metatla. Because it's not considered a moiser dinner. Even though it's a metatla, then they can take it in different. So the Loshna Gemara, the Shittishtelzach, it should have said, Bidinner metatla. So Marsover, the Tanakama holds Mikarka. And when I say that Allah, there has to be a moiser dinner, it has to be a moiser dinner of Karka. Metatla. But if it's a moisture dinner only metatlum, it's nothing worth. And therefore, they're not entitled to benin dichren. Because as we said, the Rabbanim were only masakin benin dichren when there's a moisture dinner. My servant, the other one holds a fill of metatla. Even metatla is a trip shimon is chosher and moisture dinner. And therefore, that's why he says over there they take it. Can you say that Rab Shimon Moiser dinner is enough a metalkalim, and that's why in that Mishnah he says the Bnei Rishonah collect their bendichan. But now we learn clearly in the next Mishnah, which we'll learn today on this daf. Rab Shimon Oimer, Afilu Yesham Nechosim Shein Lamachrayes. Even if there are over there Nechosim Shein Lamachrayes, what is Nechosim Shein Lamachrayes? Mechel is metalkalim, right? Because we know Nechosim Shein Lamachrayes means karka because the Balchoy can continue to collect it afterwards. When I sell, nobody can come later on and collect. So I feel a yes from the Chosim Shein Lamachrais. Ain't him klum. Rab Shimon says clearly it doesn't count to be a Moisiv dinner. Until what's left over in the state. In the estate is is yes, sir. I'll stay at Suba's dinner. That there has to be left over the kind of property, which means karka. And after paying off the two ksubas, the ksuba the shni and the ksuba the rishayin, there's still left over one, one, one dinner of what. So I see clearly Reb Shimon is not masking that metal claim. So I can't say that's the machloikis because Reb Shimon clearly holds that metal claim is not considered a miser. You know what we're talking about here? A different story. You know what? Let's say right now in the estate that the father left over, there's no extra dinner if I were to pay off the two ksubas. But Moshe owns Yaakov, the father of Reuben and Shimon. Moshe owns Yaakov $100. 
He hasn't collected it yet, the estate. But the estate could be getting $100 later on from Yaakov. So can that chayv of their father, which is not yet being collected, could that be considered Moshe dinner or not? That's the machlekes. But dinner mashab the kamefliger. Mar sober the tanakamol mebnei chayyamen. Only if you have ready available money. Ober mimeshabde. If you gotta go collect them mimeshabadim to get the the collected debt to get your moisture dinner. Loy, that wouldn't be considered a moisture dinner. Mar sober and Shimon will hold a filim mimeshabde. Even if you have to collect it from the chosim mimeshabadim. That will also be seret ani loy chol asim lechachshab tishal legrama sheshaba noten hashiur. Tov, okay. Avol umar sover afilu mimishabde. Eat from mishabde is 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 hasta zoichad amoisir dinner. Frankly, more yoche. If the brises talk about what the moisir dinner is from mishabde, Reb Shimon Oimer, what is the lashon? It says im yesham moisir dinner. If there's leftover dinner. Then you have the right to collect bnin different. What do you mean if there's leftover dinner? We're talking about a case clearly there's leftover dinner. The only issue is if Mishabadim is called a dinner or not. So the Lushan Rab Shimon should have said was Kivin Moiser dinner. Since there is leftover dinner, that's what he should have said. Since there's a leftover dinner, it doesn't bother me that it's Mishabadim. He should have said if there's leftover dinner. We all know there's a leftover dinner. The Machloik is Tanakam, and you is only, does that call the dinner? So he should have said, Kibn Shiesham dinner. So that can't be the Machloikis. So what, what must we be talking about? Maybe the Pachasma dinner. That you know what? Let's say the Moiser is less than a dinner. What's left over after paying off the Ksuba of the Shnia that they have as a Balchoy, the Ksuba of the Rishayna that they have as a Benin Dichren, let's say what's left over, or in the case of two Benin Dichrens, whatever it is, what's left over is less than a dinner. Maybe that's where the Machloikis is. Mars over the Tanakama holds dinner, and if there's left over a dinner, then you can do Benin Dichren. Pachus for dinner if it's less than dinner. Look, you say not. Umar and Reb Shimon will sober will hold a fill of pachus for dinner. I don't need a moisture dinner to be mekayim the nachla. Even even less than a dinner is okay. Also, Fred the Gemara for Reb Shimon dinner comer. What are you talking about? It clearly says if you look in the next Mishnah, it clearly Reb Shimon Oimer im hoyasham moisture dinner. Then they collect the ksuba. So what do you tell me? Rav Shimon says even less than a dinner. The chite man, if you'll say maybe apech, maybe punkfakeretake. The tanakama holds moisture is enough, even pochus me dinner. And Rav Shimon is the machmer. Up to now, we thought Rav Shimon was the makel, right? That Rav Shimon is saying you can do brindichren even in a case where it's mishabadim, even in a case where it's where it's it's only it's metalklam, not namekarka, and now. We want to change. Maybe Rav Shimon is the machmer. Tanakama says you can do benin dichren even if there's pachas dinner. Come to Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon says im yesham dinner. That's what Rav Shimon means to be machmer. You need a, da- a dinner. If you're gonna say but if you look at the next Mishnah, even the Tanakama, and remember we have a brice over here and the next Mishnah. 
But the Gemara take, safely assumes the Tanakama of our Brisa is the same Tanakama as our Mishnah. So if you want to say the Tanakama of our Brisa is the one who's Mekel and says, I don't need a dinner, look at the Mishnah on the same Omit and you will see the Tanakama also says, yes, from dinner. So is the Mashmet that both the Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon say, I definitely need at least a dinner to be a Moser. So if I need a dinner at least to be left over, Adina, can you please put it on for him? Sorry, I'm in the middle of the shear. Sorry. Sorry, Mechel. Sorry, Yitzhi. Okay. So the Gemara is beautiful. So the Gemara says, so I can't say the Machlokis of Rav Shimon Tanakame is a dinner or not a dinner, right? Why can't I say that? Because we see both of them say that there has to be a dinner. I have to go back to say like the original two which was that the machloikis is whether moiser metalkalim is good enough or whether moiser of meshubodim is good enough. But we had a cash on that, Mechel, right? What was the Gemara's cash on that? We see in another place, Reb Shimon says, meshubodim is not good enough. But you know what? Turn it taka around, turn it upside down, meaning what you turn upside down. Rip Shimon is the one taka's machmer and says the Mishabadim Amitalim is not okay. And the Tanakama is the one who will say it is okay, and therefore it's okay. And therefore, when the when with the when the Tana says, the Tanakama says, we thought always it meant the Shnir Neutlmas Ksubase. And therefore, we thought the Rishayna is not Neutlmas Ksubase. Now we're going to learn now what he means is Rishayna Neutlmas Ksubase. The Benendichrin could take their Ksubi because Punk Fakert, the Tanakama is the one who's making on not the Eruption. So we have two Shailas. So first of all, we have the Shaila. If one of the children only have Benin Dichren and the other one doesn't have the right of Benin Dichren, would Rabbanam Misakin Benin Dichren or not? Or do I say the Rabbanam weren't Misakin because Dilma and Nutsa, maybe their brothers will fight? Zotra Papa, no. The Allah is Afila Echaz Bechai Bechaz 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 Number two, we have the Shaila does Uksuba, is that good enough to be an expression of Nachlam Medaraisa? So, yes, the Allah is Ksuba Nasa Moisel Chaberta. I don't need a dinner to be left over. If I pay one of the Ksubas off as a Balchoy, that in itself it is an expression of Nachlam Medaraisa, and it's good enough. So, tomorrow, like this, Bishloy Mi Yashmin, if you would say, that my papa said, "Achas bechayas, vachas bemoisei dalochas," like that. Then yeshlem ksubas vnin dichren. That I would say that achas bemoisei, achas bechayas has a ksubas vnin dichren. V'lo yashmin and my papa didn't tell us that alocha is ksubenasa moisei lechaberte. Ava mina, I would have thought yes, achas bemoisei, achas bechayas. There is ksubas vnin dichren, but when. 
only dinner. If after paying both subas, there's leftover another dinner, then I say there's a brindichen. Eloi, but let's say I'm not worried they're going to fight. But if there's no extra dinner left over beyond the suba that I paid to the Shneer, I would say there's no brindichen there's no there. So therefore, he had to tell me also that Moser Ksuba is considered a Moser dinner. But Ella, the cash is Lishmun, and let Marzutra, or Papa Marzutra, just let me know that Ksuba Nasus Moser Chaberta. That in the case where I have one Ksuba, that's the Moser dinner, it's good enough to be considered a Moser for the second, for the Abrindichan to collect. And I would automatically know. That mushum the achas bechayev achas b'moisei yeshlam tzubas benim dichen because how it is the only way possible that I should have a tzuba nasa moisei lechaverta only if one of them is collecting as a balchoyiv and the other one's collecting as benim dichen that's the case how is that possible only achas is only possible achas bechayev achas b'moisei because if they're both b'moisei then both of them are collecting as Yerusha and it wouldn't be the issue. So why did he have to tell me both achas b'moisev achas b'pachayach halocha like that and moisek suba? He could have just said moisek suba is considered good enough for benim dichren, and if so, I would know achas b'chayev achas b'moisev. There are banim or mesakin benim dichren. Zog the Gemara, Iashmin Nohache. If the Gemara would have just told me, if Rapopa Marzutra would have just said, Marzutra Rapopa would have just said, that Subinasa Moisel Chaberta, listen to this Chapmechel, Habamina, I would have thought, you know when it is? I have one other case where it's possible I need the Ksuba to be the Moiser, but I, there's no Shasha Vinutsa. How? Kigon Shinosa Sholish Nosham. A guy married three wives. Umesu Shtayim Bechayim. Two of them, the wives died and the husband. So in those two, what is the issue by them? Brindichren, correct? But now, the Achas, the third one, she died only after the husband died. So in that case, the third one is what? A Balchayv. What's the Moiser in our, our case over here? The only thing that's going to be left over is that Ksuba that they're paying the third one. So, okay. But so you have a riot that there's no fight that that achas b'moisa v'achas b'chayev is okay. No zok b'gemara. V'achas b'moisa, but v'hach the mayas lachem misa, the one who died after the husband, the one who's the balchayv was collecting as a balchayv. You know what she is? You're led this nekevi v'labas yerushi. It's not a son. It's a daughter that was left over. This daughter. Is she going to have a tainus to b'nei dichren? No, because she's not a Yerush anyway. Let's say there's no b'nei dichren. So what? She's not going to share in it anyway. Why is she not going to share in it, Itzi? Because a girl doesn't share with the brothers in the Yerusha. So she doesn't care. So Mamela, there's no raya. Had Rapopa Marzutra just said, you know, when a Moisuk Suba, a Moisuk Suba works, I would have thought, you know, when Moisuk Suba works, in a case when the Moisuk Suba is for a girl, that you're right, the Chiddush is a Moisuk Suba helps, a Balchayv is considered a Moisuk Suba, that Chiddush is a good Chiddush, but I wouldn't know in a case where it could come to a fight, because the son of the third one will argue, hey, I have no brindichon, why should you guys get? 
Maybe it's talking about a case where the third one's a girl and anyway couldn't get the Yerusha. So it doesn't matter if I give them first because I've been indifferent. She anyway won't inherit. So maybe that's what it is. So therefore, and in a case for would have been a zochar Maybe in that case, even even though what Papa Marzutra said has a din of Moiser, but I wouldn't know that exists in a case where Linutza, where the child of the last one is a boy and has a right to inherit, and he'll tie Why are you guys taking Bindichan? Kamash Malam, therefore, Marzutra had to tell me both halachas. Number one, that Achzba Moisev Achzba Chayo, the Rabbanim were still massacred Bindichan, and they weren't worried about a battle. And number two, that Moisir Ksube is considered a Moisir, even though it's only Al Sachoyim, that's considered a Moisir. Um, and over here is all this itzy that up to now we talked about Moiser dinner the last three days, the Yisoyed and the Shorish of this Moiser dinner that, again, Moiser dinner is that after you give the benefit that the Bnin Dichren can take their mother's Ksubas, there has to be left over at least one dinner that they can split. Where is that from? Our Mishnah. If somebody was married to two to two women. And the first one woman's ksuba is bigger than the other ksuba, meaning they brought in more into the thing. Umesu, and the two women died in the lifetime of the husband. And then he died. So what happens now? Now they're Yershim. And what are they Yerish? Should be the Bindichran, right? If it's written in the ksuba, whatever their mothers brought in, the estate now has what the mother's brought in, and does it have something else or not? We don't know. So, and the Yisoyimim come, of each wife, the first wife, Yisoyim, comes and says, I want what my mother brought into the marriage, and the second one comes. But if we're going to do that for the estate, it's exactly to pay off the two ksubas. This one will get the goto, remember. The first one, the wife, or the second, doesn't matter, first or second, one of them, the wife brought in $1,000, and the next one, the wife brought in $500. The total estate value today is $1,500. So if I will give the blind dichen, what am I going to give? 1000 to one and 500 to the other. Is there any moisture dinner over here, Mechel? Nothing left over. Is there anything to make a nachlom ederaisa, which means that the brothers share b'shava? There's nothing left over. Therefore, zokter cholkin b'shava. There's no b'nin different. They don't get a thousand and five hundred. What happens is they share b'shava. They share equally in it, and there's no b'nin different. Why? Because the chacham didn't want to be oiker k'subah medreis. dinner, but if after I give the one a thousand and the other one five hundred, there's left over at least one dinner to make a chalukah shava b'shava shalukah deraisa, then we then we elonoitlam k'subah simon, the one takes their k'subah, what their mother brought in, a thousand, we elonoitlam k'subah simon, and the rest, your chalik b'shava. Imam re'yusayimim, Let's say the same of the G'dayla Itzi, they were smart boys. And they said, listen, we know we could get a thousand and the other one's going to get 500. But now because there's no extra dinner, what are they saying? What are we going to end up getting only? 750. We're losing 250 dinners. You know what? I have a better idea. We're going to say the property is worth 1501. And give us the property, give us 
749 only. And we'll consider as if it's value 750. Why? Because this way the property is going to be worth 1501. They're going to get 749 at least. Off. They're going to get their thousand right away because it's worth 1501 now. And now the other one splits. So, Omri, you say, we're going to add to kind of to the value to make as if the property is worth 1501 and we'll lose the one dinner out of our pocket. No worried about it because how much are they getting it? See, out of that, they're going to gain instead of getting 750, they're going to get a thousand. So, they want to say that. We don't listen to them. We shut up the Nechosim and Bezden as to what they're truly worth. And if all they're worth is 1500, there's no Moser dinner. And Mamela de Cholkim Beshava, and Mamela de Cholkim Beshava, and they don't get the 1500. Okay, What happens? The estate was only worth fifteen hundred. Right, so therefore, there's no, uh, there's no blind uh, because there's nothing left over to be cholkim b'shal. Come, come, comes the brothers, and they say, but you know what? Our grandfather, who's not yet dead, our father's father has a yerusha also, and if we ultimately, eventually, he's going to die. And we're going to inherit it because our father would have inherited it. And therefore, there's more than 1,500 there. It's called Beroi. What we're, so Rashi says, Rashi says, Beroi means that they're going to inherit from their father, the father's father from the grandfather. That's not considered as if it's something they have today. And since it's not like it's now in the hands of the Yishayimim, we don't say there's a moiser dinner. And, and, and since there's no moiser dinner, and since there's no moiser dinner, therefore, it can't take it. Rav Shimon, I mean, Rav Shimon. Minute was to use that, oh, uh, the grandfather's thing, as a 1501 and plus, let's say. They can't use exactly the grandfather's thing, and 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 we uh, as as because the grandfather hasn't dead yet, so it's only what's called beroya that ultimately they will inherit. But right now they don't have it, so fifteen hundred. There's no extra. Even if there's nechosim shein lamachrais, which means metaltalim, and this is what we learned, they quoted before. Einem kolom that doesn't count for a moiser dinner. Achiem nechosim nechosim sheyesh lamachrais until there's karka yoiser al shteik subas dinner on top of the car on top of the the value of the two bnin dichrens. At least there's an extra dinner. The shaila why a dinner mechel should be usually we know it should be a shava pruta. What's a dinner? Why a dinner? So over here we have it also by other places like a kedushin. Also there's a dinner. Like a certain cases where you need a dinner. 
And and the point is because the achrenim are masber, the value of money. Why don't we say two prutas? In other words, two say that there has to be two prutas. I would understand one pruta not being enough. Why do I understand that? It's because when I split that one pruta to the two brothers, how much is each brother getting? A half a pruta. That's not value. Shava pruta is the minimum. But <laughs> one minute, I apologize. One. Uh, uh, which one is that, Usher? Or? Okay, Robbie, we are Tzadik Aleph Ahmed Aleph. We are in the middle of the, we're at the end of the Mishnah. Tzadik Aleph Ahmed Aleph. Yisrael Shteik Suba is dinner. There has to be a dinner. So the question was, why does the extra have to be a dinner? So it's a, to say it's a Shava Pruta, we understand why that's not good enough. Why? Because if you're going to split that Shava Pruta between the two brothers to do a Chalukah Deraisa, what's each one ending up with? Less than a Shava Pruta. That's not considered a Chalukah. But why not two Prutas? Zogan De'achreinim, we don't find anywhere a concept of two Prutas. So we automatically default to the next measure that we find. There's no, there's never such a thing as two Prutas. So Mamela the default becomes a dinner instead of... Your, your recording went out. Yeah, I put it back on. By mistake, I hit the button. Uh, 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 Rabbi, we're starting from the Gemara Tzadik Aleph, Omid Aleph at the bottom. Somebody that was married to two women, and they die, and then he died. And so now, this is the classical case of Benim Dichren. Their children are both, and they each want to claim what their mother brought into the Ksuba. Lezu Elif, this one brought in a thousand. Lezu Chamesh Meis, and this one brought in five hundred. Im Yeshom Meisu Dinner, if there's on top of that an extra dinner, Eilonoit Ksuba Simol, Eilonoit Ksuba Vilav, if not, Yachloiku B'Shove, they each get 750, 750, there's no Benim Dichren. One thing is clear. If Merubin, if at the time of death, the estate was worth 1510 or 1600, let's make it simple, was worth 1600 instead of 1500, and then before they ended up going to Besden to make the split, to evaluate it, at that time it dropped in value. Again, it's at the time of death when the father died, they were worth 1600 So do they have a right for Benindichan? They have a right for Benindichan. There's an extra 100 But by the time they got to Bezin, it went lower in value. The Roshayim argue and talk about what does it mean to get lower in value? So you see from Rashi, not the let's say that the market. Oh, but not let's say that the field got banged out. Let's say the business went down in that period of time. You know what? They lost a bad debt or something like that. That would be a shit fund. That wouldn't be maybe a, a, a thing. We're talking about stock market. It went lesser in value. In that period of time, it went about. Zog de Gemara, that is clear if that happens. Other Roshanim say the punk fakir, the other way around. Kvar yarshim. Since at the time of the death, when the father died, that's the point that Yarshim are zoichen. At that time, there was 1,600 there. So therefore, the first ones can say, hey, 1,000 was our mother. We're entitled to Bidin The second one, 500. And the bottom, less 100, we split. Later on, what happens, it got less value. Okay, we still take our 1,000. At the time of death, they were able to be zoichen als Bidin Why? Because at the time of death, the estate had extra. But the Shaila is the other way around. What happens if Muat, at the time of death, there was only 1,500? There was no Moiser dinner. 
And then Venisrabu, by the time they got the best, and they went up in value, and now they're 1600. So now the brothers who their mother's ksuba is a thousand comes and say, Hey, we want to collect our brindichen first. My, what's the loch over there? He died, and the brothers came, and each one wanted their mother. And in that case, it was Mu'otim. When they, he died, it was not enough to leave over dinner once I gave And then by the time they came to Bezin to do the estimation and evaluation, it went up in value. The market went up. And they came to Rabam and to say, hey, we want our benedictions. And Rabam told to the Yorshe of the small Ksuba, Zilpaisua, you got to give the ones who have the bigger Ksuba, you got to give them the thousand and you get only the 500. You don't do an equal split. Why? Because today it went up in value, the time of Shuma, and now there's a Moser dinner. The ones the, who collected only the 500, they didn't want because they grabbed 750 right away. Now they have to give back 250. You know how it is, Itzi. So they didn't want to give back the 250. Even though said, If you don't give your the other brothers who had the big suba bin different, the 250 old them, I'm going to put you in a, as a, a koitz. I'll put you in a thorn, a koitz. That doesn't take out blood. In other words, meaning I'm going to put you in cherem. Shadrinu, they didn't listen. Shadrinu lekamid Rav Nachman. So Rav Amram sent them to Rav Nachman because Rav Nachman, you remember, we learned was a good friend of Reish Galusa. And the Mele Rav Nachman had a lot of power, and Rav Nachman would fix them up. Omer lahem, Rav Nachman said he ruled differently than Rav Amram. He said, just like Hashem, we said, when let's say at the time of death, they were right at the top of Tzadik Aleph Ahmed base. Right at the time of death, they were worth 1600. So then we say, even if the time it comes to Bezna goes down to 1500, there's a Benindichren. Why? Because at the time of death, they were already Zoycha. Is Zochobem Yershim. So in the same way when it goes the other way, if at the time of the death it was only worth 1500 and later on it got worth more, I don't care. Why? Because the kids of the smaller Ksuba were already at the time of the death, they're 750. Because at that time there was no Brindichren. Why was there no Brindichren? Because there was no Moisermana. And since there was no Moisermana, they were already Zoycha. So now we don't care what happens. Look, well, I, have, I have one question. What was the Havamin of the other one to say? Oh, very good. If we have time, it's sorry. So sorry, no, it's good, Shaila. Very good. It's he saying, What's the Havamin to say? Not the other way. Very good. We're going to come to it. I hope we'll, we'll come. Simon. And the Gemara brings a simon elof mea mitzvah b'ksuba yakov zokov sedoisa b'dvarim asikin elof. If you can remember that better than the Gemara, that's pretty good. Okay, so now, first of all, to make a yisod, when a loyver doesn't have money to pay, you owe somebody a hundred dollars, and you don't have money to pay, and there's a star. Bezdin goes and gives the Malva what's called a star adrichta. What is that? A star that gives the Malva the right to seek out 
any fields that the loiver sold to somebody else after the date that he took the alvar and to be able to collect that field. And when he finds the field, what happens? The Malva comes to Bezden and said, I found the field, the loiver, I want to collect it. Bezden makes achraz and says, who wants to buy that field? We're going to sell the field. And with the money, we'll pay the Malva. Or the Malva has the right to take the field, Yeshua, and, and the, the money he receives, he receives as the proyan on his chayv and, and the thing. But the Malva doesn't have the right to take it at less value than what it's worth. And what it's worth, that, that's what he is. Because if not, the labor would be mass Malva. Once, uh, once this is done, and whoever ends up with the field, Bezden writes what's called a shtar chaltosa. And the star is the Bezden affirms that this field now belongs either to the Malva or it belongs to the one who bought it. Either one uh, on that. That's basically uh, the way it works. So there was this guy, he owed a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, Zeus, and they, he was a Bachoy for, for a thousand Zeus. He had two beautiful castles, he had two beautiful houses that he had. This same Loiva had two beautiful houses. Zavinua, and he sold these two houses, but who did he sell them to? One person. And now at Meir, and one of them at Meir, one of them at 500. Also, Balchoyv, the Balchoyv comes and Torfil Chodemenai. Uh, uh, um, it says here both of them Chumashmeyer. Sorry, Chodemenai, 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 my mistake. I was looking at the next. Okay, and what happened was he sold. So again, there's a Malva and a Loiva. The Malva gave, Ruven gave Moshe $1,000 as a loan. Moshe had two beautiful field houses. Moshe goes and sells the two houses to, to Yosef at 500 each. At 500 each. Now... What happens? Ruvain is owed this thousand by Moshe. What does he do? He goes to Moshe to collect. Moshe doesn't have money. So where does he go? He goes to Yosef and he wants to take out the two houses from Yosef, right? Because he has the right in the Chosimar Meshubatim. So the Balchoyv came, Ruvain, and he took away from Yosef one of the houses. How much did he take away so far? Only 500. Now he wants to go and take the second house because after all, he's owed a thousand. He only took one house, the value of 500. He wants to take the second one. Shokol Elif Zuz because the Lekeach Yosef and Yosef does not want to lose these two houses. So what does he do? He takes a thousand dollars and he goes to uh, Ruven and he says, listen, Ruven, and Omalei says, If the first house is good enough that it's worth to you a thousand zoos, keep the first Very good. Keep the first house, but you can't take the second house because the first house, I think, is worth to you a thousand. And let's say you say, no, the first house is worth only 500 to me. Okay, I'll pay you off. I'm going to give you a thousand zoos. That's what you're owed after all. Vistalik and go away. And I remain with my two houses. You get, you get the point? 
In other words, Yosef has nothing to lose here. And he figures, Memonashach, either he's going to win because the, uh, 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 Ruvain is going to agree to take the one house as a thousand, and then at least he's left over with the second house. Or worse comes to worse, he gives him a thousand and he's left with the two houses. So that's his Eitze. He wants to get out of losing both houses. So what's the halacha? So Rambachomel wanted to say, no, no, you don't have. In other words, what he's trying to do is pump up the value of the first house, right? How much did we say the value of each house was, uh, Itzi? 500, because when he bought it, he paid 500 for each. Now he wants to pump up the value and tell the guy, you know what, it's worth a thousand, take the one house or else... And he doesn't have the right to do it. Why? Because our Mishnah said, in our case, where the estate was only worth 1500 and the Yisoyim who had 1000 said, you know what? We want to artificially upgrade the estate by one sh- dinner so that there should be a Meiser dinner. We're going to make it be appreciated in value as if, if it's worth one more dinner. The Mishnah says it's not okay. We don't accept it. So in the same way, this um, Yosef doesn't have the right to tell the Malva, take the first house as if it's worth a thousand or else take a thousand. You don't have a right to do that because you know what? The true value is 500. You can't artificially inflate it. Amalei Rava, Sarava says, me, Dama, how can you compare it to? Awesome over there in the Mishnah. By the one children who have a thousand ksube of their mother, by them bumping up the estate by one dinner, what are they doing? They're causing the other children a 250 dinner loss, right? Because because of that artificial moisture dinner, they're going to end up getting a thousand and the other ones will get 500 instead of getting 750 each. Therefore, you're not allowed. But in our case, me sleep say that. How much did Reuven borrow to Moshe? How much did he lend to Moshe? See, a thousand. What's Yosef telling Reuven now? Hey, you have an option. Take the first house at an inflated value of a thousand. If you're not happy with that, I'll give you the thousand dollars you lent. You didn't lose anything. How much did you lend? A thousand. I'm giving you back a thousand. So yes, he's inflating the value of the first, but he's giving the guy an option. He's saying, listen, I think it's worth a thousand. Take it at a thousand, or if not, I give you the cash. So, Mamela, it's no riot from our Mishnah. Alpha Yobib, Alpha Shakal. You gave a thousand, and I'm giving you a thousand instead. So, therefore, Robert says there's no riot. And Take Yosef has the guy who bought those two fields from the Loiva has the right to tell the Malva, you know what, take one at a thousand, or else I'm paying you out. A thousand is what he borrowed from you. I'm paying you out. So, the Gemara now. Here's the beautiful. We write now a star that the Malva has a, the, the, the buyer to feel. Remember, the guy took away now. Let's. And the, 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 the guy said, okay, I'm going to take the one house as if it's worth a thousand. What happened now? The buyer, he's out one house. He bought two houses, one house he lost. How much is he out, Itzy? 500 or 1,000? How much did he pay for the house, the one house? 500. 
But how much did he get in our official value from the Balchayv or not in our official value from the Malva? How much did he get the value of it? A thousand, because the Malva took that one house in repayment of the entire debt. So what does he collect? When he goes back now to the one, to the seller who sold him the house, how much does he collect from the seller? How much do we write? Ravina says, We write him a thousand. Why? Horiah, since the Malva accepted the one house in repayment of the full thousand, I see what's the value of the house, maybe a thousand. And therefore, hey, you took away a thousand from me. Because the Shuman Bezden was 500. The fact that this one guy wanted to pay a thousand doesn't change it. And the Mela, therefore, all, all you write that he has the right to go back to the seller to collect 500, not a thousand. So there's two ways to look at it. One way is because that's what Bezden was, Mishamit. Or the other way to look at it is because all I have to do is repay your loss. What is your loss? Your loss is only the 500. Because what did you pay when you bought the field from me? You paid only 500. I'm going to pay you 500 and not more. Is is 500. This person that had, he owed 100 zoos, not 1,000, now 100. And we'll go very quickly. It's the exact same as Gemara. He had two small, he didn't have houses. He had two small pieces of land. And he sold one for 50 and one for 50. Also, the Balchayv came to the buyer, same person bought both fields, and he went and took away one. So, so far, I collected $50 on his loan. And now he wants to take the second. Shokel Meizuz, the buyer of the fields, came, took 100 out of the safe, because of Lagabe, and went to Mbarbalay, and he said, if the first field on its own is good enough for you, 100 Zuz, good, keep it. But if you want both, I'll give you 100 Zuz, and you don't get any of the fields. The same thing like before. The same halacha. And the Mishnah said, the same can artificially inflate. In this case, over there, you're causing the Yisayimim of the small Ksubel loss. They're going to get only two, seven, uh, 500 instead of 750. The guy's offering him back his 100 Zuz that he borrowed. May Yov and May Shakal. Okay, now the same question again. The Gemara asks, when we write the guy the ability to go and the Lekeach to go and collect from the Meicher with his loss, how much do we write it for? The same thing. Why did the Gemara have to say both? It's he, that should be your Kasha. Exact same thing. What's the difference? So they're showing him. I all asked the Kasha. So some of them answer because the first case it was a palace. In a palace, maybe the valuation in a house could change. Besden thinks it's worth 500. But for somebody, I love this house. It's worth to me a thousand. A small field, it's a fiddish price, and clearly it's artificial. So the chiddush is over there also. Look, This person, he owed a hundred dollars. He died. He was left over a piece of property that was only worth fifty zuz, and the loyva died. And he left over Yusayimim that have a karka worth how much? 50 zoos. 
Now, what's the halacha? A balchayv could come and collect from the nechosim mishabad. Also, balchayv the katara but the balchayv comes to the yisaimim to collect, and they wanted to take this karka. Ozel yasme. Now, the balchayv could only collect the karkas. He can't collect cash from the yisaimim, but he can collect the karka. But you know what he does? The yisaimim, the yisaimim don't want to give up the karka. So, ozel yasme. The yisaimim go and yovle chamishim zuz. They pay him fifty zuz. They think by paying him 50 zuz, he's going away. And that's it. Instead of the 50 zuz, 50 out of the 100 zuz that their father owes them. But they didn't say it. They didn't specify it. They just gave him 50 zuz. Oh, the said, beautiful. I got 50 in cash that they gave me now, which they didn't get from their father. In other words, they could have collected the metal matter come from the father. They had no obligation to give their own. They took the 50 cash, and now he's able to go back. And then they were, yeah, and then they were able to take the other thing because they can be. Goyve the karka. So I see they could be goyve the karka. So what happened over here is that they had the ability to collect the full hundred. In truth, had the assignment let them just take the karka, they would have taken the karka, they would have never gotten the other 50. But because the father owed them 100, the assignment figured they'll save themselves from giving up the karka by giving $50 out of their cash. But this Balchayv was very smart. He took the 50 cash, and now he's taking the property. Else you're allowed to be tariff min chasim. Also come at the bias, and the same came before a buy and say, hey, this is no fair. So Abayah said, you guys messed up. The 50 you gave is not an automatic. It was against the karka. You know what it could have been? Since there's a mitzvah for children to pay the chayv of their father, so the first 50 you pay, you have no obligation to do it in cash. What it's considered is you wanted to be mekayim mitzvah for chayv avim. And now, the first 50 you paid, you did a mitzvah. It wasn't instead of the, the field. And Hashtan, now the Balchayv comes and Kitorah, Bedin Kitorah. Now he can be tired from you, Kedin, because he's allowed to take the karka. And the karka, your father, is still there. So you guys messed up. Not, he didn't say you messed up. You were Mekayim mitzvah, mitzvah Lepraya Chayv Shalabim, but you're not hanging on to the property. That's only true. If the Yisoyimim didn't tell clearly when they gave the 50 Zuz, these 50 Zuz that I were giving you, we're giving it to you instead of the field. They didn't say that. So therefore now the Balchay could say, hey, I can take the field now. The first 50 Zuz was Altsmitzim. Avil Amrle, if they told him Hane Khamish Zuzi the the me Arak Tina is Saluki Solke, then the then the Simon pushed him away. And and he can't come to collect the field because the same clearly said, We're giving you the 50 instead of the field. We'll finish with the short story. He sold the ksuba of his mother that was in the mother's ksuba. He sold it to somebody because the mother remarried to somebody else. The chance that he's going to inherit that thing has to be that that guy dies first and then the mother dies. It's the only way he's going to end. And that he dies after the father dies, after the husband dies. So Mameli sold it for very cheap. The one who sold it to the said, 
one thing. If my mother comes to collect the ksuba from this thing that I sold to you, you should know I'm not going to make you right. I'm not going to make you full. In other words, if my mother is the one who's ma'ar, that's the risk you're taking on yourself. I'm not taking, I'm not giving you a chrayas on that. If my mother comes, I'm not. In other words, but then what happened was his mother died before him, and the mother never was ma'ar, and never said it to the buyer, hey, I want to get back the field, because it's 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 meshubit to my yosem, to my, to my ksuba. But then what happened, when the mother dies, who inherits the ksuba, Rabbi? The son inherited the ksuba. This son that sold the ksuba and said you should know to the buyer if my mother comes and collect then you can't have a problem with me somebody else comes and collect and now you know what the son comes the son comes and he goes to the buyer and he says you know what I want back the field what do you mean you sold me the field yeah yeah but I am I am coming to take the field back else what else my mother and you can't tine it, you have to make right for me. Why can't you tine it? Because what am I coming as my mother? I told you clearly, if I, my mother is coming, I'm not going to be chayvachrayas. So therefore, you know what? I can take the field from you. You can come back to me and tine Hey, and therefore he can take it away. And the buyer has no right to come back on him because he clearly said, if my mother comes, you have no right to come back on me. Even though you're right, when he sold the field to the guy, he, he sold this the, the potentiality of the field to the guy. And he sold it and he said, if my mother comes to collect the ksuba, you can't come back to me. He said, of his mother going after even though he's coming as his mother but he was the seller of it he can't sell it and now come and say you know what but I'm coming in my mother's haste and therefore there's no one thing is clear when I made the sale inherent in the sale is that I can't come back and take it from you because then there's no sale so the rabbi says, even though had the mother collected it from this guy, Taka, this guy couldn't come back to the son and say, I want you to pay me the money I, I paid you for buying it because he made a clear condition on it. But if he himself comes, he accepted on it, and therefore, and therefore it is. We are going to stop over here. The next thing is on this, just to finish with the thing, this thing about mitzvah, it's a mitzvah on the children <laughs> to pay the chayvas aviyam. The, the big uh, shayla by the roshenim and the chreinim, first of all, is that only for paying out of the father's money, out of the estate? Or is that mitzvah also to pay out of their own pocket? Mm. The question in that goes into the shayla also, is it a din and kibbut av? Is it a din and kibbut? Or what is the halacha that mitzvah lepraya? So, Rashi says immediately, You're not koifed the children to do it. So Rashi says, Why? The have drabonon. It's only a drabonon. It's a mitzvah drabonon. So Tesis and Rashaynim ask over here from Rashi's mashman that every mitzvah drabonon ain't koifed, you're not koifed. 
Ask Akasha, we find places you are kaifa the mitzvah So why over here you're not kaifa? So the, some of them, Yeshua wants to answer. Even Rashi holds that by mitzvah it's possible you're kaifa. But priyas chayv is a different din. It's only mitzvah. It was created as a hidur, and they never created it as 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 a must in the same thing. Others hold that the mitzvah of prayer is not al kibudav, it's mamish al tmeirav, a din of meira, right? Because it's sar to the father that he didn't repay his debts. And we know tsar goes into the din of meira, not of kibud in the same way. So maybe it's a din meira on it. So some say kibud, some say meira, and some say it's it's a separate aloha. It's not either kibud and neither, neither meira. Everybody, Everybody should have a look. A wonderful, yeah, and a wonderful Yeah, I, and it's a wonder, a meaningful tannis. And a gemach sima toivim zolz altsgit osbeten. 